Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hey, put down the Christmas cookies and spend the next 38 minutes with Scott, Scotty G and myself here as we take on your listener questions. I was just kidding. You can eat the Christmas cookies while you listen to our show. I, I didn't while we were recording, but I, I was thinking about Christmas cookies the entire time. So today we get some great questions about transportation to some awesome breakfast ADRs. We're talking Boma. We're talking Topolino's Terrace. But it is a challenge when you're staying at a resort. You're going to another resort for breakfast early in the morning. You have kids. You need uh, booster seats. So we talk about that. We talk about the logistics of getting to the expo with the virtual queue. Uh, one of our great friends of the show is volunteering over at Give Kids the World, trying to work that in on the expo day. So we talk about possibilities to getting over there and try to get that all squared away to get the shirts and all the merch that everybody's after. We also talk about metal photos for Marathon Weekend, some unique places and ideas. You know, instead of just standing in front of the partner statue, which is awesome, or the Cinderella Castle, we give some uh, unique thoughts on that and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd just like to take this opportunity to say thanks to our guests who booked with us here in 2023. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for supporting an American small business and, uh, just hope we can continue to have that relationship here in 2024. It's very appreciated. I thank you so much from my family here in Missouri. And uh, just thank you again for supporting us at The Magic for Less. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That really does help us out. And thank you again to our patrons. Your Patreon support keeps us going, keeps the lights on, keeps us uh with all the hosting and all the server costs and all the bandwidth, all that stuff costs money. And that's where the funds go. So thank you for keeping us on the air. You can join us as well. $5 a month is all it takes. And you get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So if you'd like to join us, Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2412 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope everybody out there had a wonderful Christmas with your friends and family and all having a great holiday season. Whatever holiday you celebrate, hopefully you're just... Uh, Having a great one and uh, hopefully enjoying some downtime from work. Even if you still have to work, a lot of us are still working, but maybe it's slowed down a little bit. Or even if you're still at your desk or, you know, doing your job out there, blue collar job, at least hopefully there's some Christmas cookies in, in the in the in the bucket there, you know, your lunch bucket. I mean, there's got to be, you know, little perks to this time of the year. Right. So let's hope for that. If not, go to McDonald's. Hopefully they still have some of those little holiday pies. Those things are the bomb. So we're just glad you're here. We're going to have a good time answering some more of your listener questions to get you through what I called on Mike in the Midwest this week, the weirdest week of the year. It's that week where you don't know really what day it is, but in a way, it's pretty awesome. So joining me today, it's my buddy, and Pam, Ricky. I don't even know where they are. I think Ricky's in Florida. Pam, MIA. I don't know, but you can always depend on Scott Gardner. Scott, what's going on, buddy? Happy, uh, happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mike. Um, I hope it was a great one for you. And I love the your comment there. You can always count on me. So some behind the scenes, 
I always joke about how you're the Kyle Ripken of podcasting. And man, are you cutting it close? Because this this is as fresh as it gets to being like a real like podcast coming out of your player because it's going to be in the feed here in a couple hours. So um, cutting it close here, Mike, it's always fun to watch you stress out a little bit about this, but I think we're going to make it today. I think we're going to, we're going to hit the deadline. Well, you know, a little behind the scenes too. Usually we do two shows at a time and, you know, record both shows and I record them out of order, you know, edit them out of order and stuff and knock on wood. Usually I get them to hit the feed and, you know, the Friday show goes to the Friday and Wednesday actually ends up on a Wednesday, which a lot of times I have panics at like three in the morning when I wake up, like, Oh my God, did I put the Friday on the Wednesday feed and all that kind of stuff? Only one show to edit tonight, so I think we'll make it as long as we, you know, hopefully the clear skies outside, no no pending blizzards or anything. So I think we're going to be good. But uh, real quick, so uh, good Christmas up in uh, Lansing, up in Michigan. I hope everybody had a good time. Are doing well? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, the, the weather was awesome. It was like 55 degrees and the sun came out for a little bit. I saw a guy driving a motorcycle yesterday, like on, yeah. on December 25th, which is just unheard of. So... Yeah, it was good. You know, Santa came, you know, we had we had fun. Um, my in-laws came to my house, which is fantastic because normally I travel all over the town. So it was nice to be like back home, like around noon, 1230 and knowing that I didn't have to leave the, the house the rest of the day, which is unheard of for me on Christmas. So that was really nice and relaxing for me. Did you miss uh, the days of setting up the Barbie dream house? It. <laughs> two in the morning and maybe yeah i, I don't miss those days at all now it's just like it's clothes right it's just clothes and shoes and yeah it is a gift card every now and then yeah i'll tell you this though we made um we made a sangria mix which i've never done before um and i tell you it was really good <laughs> it was really tasty and i put these um raspberries on the bottom before we poured it in and the raspberries got like really frozen in there and like those are like really tasty raspberries that go with the sangria so that might have to be like a new you know, i love when new traditions come about you yeah. know like around the holidays so me my mother-in-law and elizabeth each had a, a glass of sangria maybe two glasses actually and uh, <laughs> that might be a new tradition now <laughs> sounds like a new uh a new christmas uh song or something you know don't leave milk and cookies for santa let's leave uh, raspberry sangria and you know a couple grapes i don't know or strawberries i, I don't <laughs> know how go. it's gonna but go. yours was good too yeah, it was, you know, it's, uh, it's always great. You know, Paige was home for a couple of days. She had to go back already. It's, uh, it's, uh, we were talking with my wife just a couple hours ago as we were going to dinner and it's one of those things like you, you anticipate, you know, the season so much, right? You look forward to it all through December and she came home on December 22nd. They had a basketball tournament down at West Palm beach. As soon as the tournament was over, the basketball team had a quick Christmas break. But then as we're recording, it's December 26th. They have practice tonight back in Chicago. They have to lift weights and they have practice. And so they got this, you know, four-day break for Christmas. And it's, you know, you think four days. Oh, you got all this time. And it it, it was a flyby, right? I mean, she came home. We went to the in-laws, did Christmas Eve. We did Christmas Eve service at church. And, you know, we had Christmas morning at our house and hung out a little bit, played some board games and you know, she's it, back on the road. It's honestly like a Disney vacation. It is. Um, it's it's tied just to like to the that. podcast, yeah. you know, like you plan like Christmas. I feel like you plan like you, you, you get the house decorated, you know, you start listening to the Christmas music or the holiday music really early and all that. Same with the Disney trip. You know, you're making your reservations, your park reservations. You got all these like the strategy. You've been building it up for all this time. And then it comes and then boom, it's over. Like the. The, the holiday music isn't on the radio this morning, you know, like people are taking lights down already. It's like, dang, like it just went by so fast. 
Um, yeah. It kind of feels like a vacation almost to me with that. The only good news is there's plenty of Christmas cookies left over. That's good and bad. But as I was thinking, Disney is super smart to have Marathon Weekend, you know, that first or second weekend of January because I'm eating these things like they're going out of style. And my wife and Paige and Pam made, uh, or Mallory, made too many of them on one of the days they were home where they spent half the day making Christmas cookies. God, they're so good. And like I, I can't pass through the kitchen without, like, you know, grabbing one. And uh, so... I'm so glad that I'm going to be running here, you know, all those miles because I feel like that will help. I don't know. I'm just telling myself that. But anyway, let's get to the list of questions. We're here. Shout out to Vero Mike, who grew up down in West Palm Beach. And shout out to our good friend Marlesa, who's tuned in live on the Disney Skyliner as we speak. Gotta love that. <laughs> yes, I Man. love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Emily has a question about transportation. One of Scott's favorite topics at Walt Disney World. Hey, Mike and BOGP gang. Thanks to your tips on how to prioritize my ADRs, I was able to score a Topolino's breakfast and Cinderella's royal table breakfast during our stay. I think that deserves one of these babies. Nice. I, I was expecting like the dinger. So like oh, I got that, you with the big that one. That really threw me off. I know. So dude, it's, we're turning into a morning show. It's again, I've had too many Christmas cookies, man. It's a sugar thing. I can't even control myself at this point. Okay. Back to Emily. We are staying at Port Orleans Riverside, and I'm wondering the best way to get to Topolino's for breakfast and to Animal Kingdom Lodge for a Boma breakfast with two kids who need booster seats. I'm thinking minivans, but would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you in advance. Emily's in a little kingdom called Michigan. Ooh, I like that kingdom. That's what I'm saying. Royalty up there. So, Scotty, what would you suggest? Booster seats for two little either princes or princes uh princesses yeah. or princes so it's really it's really challenging to get to these when you have the resort you know breakfast planned when you don't have a rental car um but that's okay because there's great options right the the minivan is definitely one that i recommend um because they'll have those like car seats and booster seats for you on hand you're gonna have a cast member that's driving so it's like a trusty source you know, and it's, and it's just fun, right? It's mm -hmm. fun, Mike, when that vehicle pops up and it's all decked out as Minnie Mouse and, you know, you're going someplace magical with them. So I think the minivan is the best way to go because you can get to direct, direct transportation. Like you can get from Riverside, boom, over to Topolino's or to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, the other way to do that is, and it's really, it's really tough, challenging with breakfast, is like you could take a bus to a theme park and then mm -hmm. hop on a resort bus from there. But that's really tough to do in the morning because like buses really aren't going to be traveling to resorts from theme parks that early in the morning. So I think the minivan is the way to go. What, what do you think? Mike? I'm hundred percent with you. I mean, it just, it takes, it takes so much uncertainty out of the equation. If you go with a minivan, you're going to know when to be there. You're going to get in, you know, your booster seats are secure. You know, you have a competent driver that knows where they're going you know, Uber and Lyft would be a less expensive way to do this. And you can request booster seats with Lyft and Uber. So that would be a way to do that. But there's just like Scott says, it's just an extra level of service. And it's being, it's a difference between like staying in, you know, Port Orleans Riverside Resort or staying at the Best Western on 192, right? That'd be like the, the Lyft or Uber compared to the minivans. So if you want to stay kind of in the bubble experience, go with the minivans. This is where you're already there, and the kids will get a huge kick out of it. You can play park music on the radio while you're on your way over. Yeah, yep. I mean, totally. Because I don't even know, like, especially if you're just a single woman with kids, I mean, I would absolutely do that. But that's what I say. May I make the comment, though? I love the spread. Like, I love the lineup here that you have for these breakfast ADRs. Like, 
Um, those, Scott, those you know, Scott really may be kids. there. Scott, Scott might rent a car and just drive you as long as yeah, you. Yeah, I'll be your, I'll be your driver. <laughs> no or we'll, payment. We'll He'll drive down together from Michigan. That's, <laughs> let's just do that. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a great time. All right, Justin is tuned in live on Facebook. Justin, thanks for being here tonight. We appreciate it. This is going on the wish next year. Take the DCL bus from a Walt Disney World hotel. Do you automatically get a port? Do you get a port time? I guess that says. Okay, so the way that works is if you get Disney Cruise Line transfers. So if you book the transfers, which in 2024, they've gone from $39 a person to 45, just a little bump. Um, they were 39 for like ever. So, um, but what'll happen is you will get an email from Disney Cruise Line 48 to 20, 24 to 48 hours. I guess you, it seems like it should be the other way. You'll get an email to your email address telling you two to you know starting 48 hours prior to the cruise, telling you when and where to meet the Disney Cruise Line representative, to where to take your luggage, where to meet the we've all seen them, right? When we're going to get on a bus at the resorts, like you're going to, you know, we're going to the Magic Kingdom that day, but you see the person there in the blazer and they got the clipboard, and you're like, Oh god, I want to go to the Magic Kingdom, but now I just want to go on a cruise. You know, it's like one of those things. Tells you where to meet them, gives you all the details. What'll happen is with that email, that'll tell you, you don't have to worry about port arrival times basically because the, the motor coach is going to take you there and just, you're going to be able to walk onto the ship at that point. You're not going to be the first on the ship, but you're not going to be the last on the ship. You're going to be right down the middle. So think of it like bowling. Scott, Mike, when you still suggested go for a port arrival time, just depending, like you, I think you can still, I mean, like, yeah. still check in and do all that. And yeah, you can, but I mean, you're not going to be, you're not going to be there like at 11. You're probably going to get there. Most, I mean, obviously the motor coaches are staggered because there's a bunch of them coming from a bunch of different resorts, but you're probably going to get there between like 12 and two ish. And you're, but the good news about that is they've called most of the groups by then. You're just whew, walking right onto the ship and no problem. So they'll tell you though. Yeah. But I, yeah, well, it doesn't hurt to get one. That's a good point. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. Have a great time on the wish. Oof, man, I Absolutely. Vera Mike has a question. Will you guys be trying eat in biz in Disney Springs? Hope to meet you guys at Marathon Weekend. Hope to see you, Mike. What do you think about eat? I mean, what I think about it, because I don't know much about food. I don't I'm even know food. what it is. <laughs> it's the uh, new restaurant in Disney Springs, and they serve, um, I think they serve food similar to Sanaa. So whatever oh. Sanaa, I know they have a bread service that looks almost exactly like the bread service at Sanaa. So I think you'd like it. I definitely will. So, so there's, man, why am I so like off on the news these days? So I know like that summer house restaurant is open in Disney Springs and now we have eat as well. So two new offerings. Were you not on the show the, the night that I said we need to open a place next door that because eat is spelled E E T. Cause I think it's Indian like yeah. from India, but we should spell, we should make another restaurant next door. That's called drink, but spell it wrong. Like D R N K or something like that. Make it eat and then be happy or something, you know, eat, drink like and be it. happy three restaurants in a row, but I, I like it, but yeah, I love the concept of this. Um, I just like, I love variety. I love options. And, um, especially at Disney Springs, man, it gets so crowded there lately. I feel like it's just like, it's just, the, it's the place to be right. There's great shopping, great dining, great drinking, great everything. And I'm excited to try a Indian food restaurant. Like sign me up. I will. I don't think I'm, if, if it's open already, I'm definitely not trying it for marathon weekend. Cause I already got some plans made for ADRs, but maybe for my spring break trip, I will be checking it out. Okay. Here's the deal. Cause I, again, I love, I, I think I would love any of you because I love Sanaa, but again, my wife and daughters don't try anything that has any kind of, they don't like ethnic foods. They're just they're so, and again, by the way, we listened to the, the Christmas Eve and the BOGP studio show. 
on the way home from my in-laws on Christmas. And I have not heard the end of my, my, uh, an ordinary guy from the Midwest card. Like it has been brought up a thousand times in this house, even tonight at dinner when I was getting ready to pay like an hour ago, my wife said, you're going to pull out your, uh, your, your <laughs> mic in the Midwest card or your, your ordinary guy in the Midwest card and try to use it. I'm like, I don't think I got the official card. I saw the paper one right now. So it's being processed. <laughs> I hope they got a kick. It sounds like they got a kick out of it, which is, which oh, God, is what I was yeah, They for. loved your gifts. Yeah, it was so funny. Anyway though. Yeah. I wouldn't try Indian food over marathon weekend. Just a little tip. Uh, I don't know. Unless you, I, I'm, I'm just, just saying we I, did go to Sanaa on Saturday <laughs> once before the full, we have done it. You should have to wear like a, like a penny over your shirt though. If you do, because because, you know, like the quarterbacks in football, like the don't hit me jersey. Like if, if you had Indian food the day before, you should, you should be a marked man. I'm just saying, like, I'm just uh, too much information. But there we go. Jed's got you know, a question. I'm, I'm excited to check it out. That, that, I'm, I'm, <laughs> me too. I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that. My daughter's turning six on Saturday, January 6th, while we're down at Walt Disney World. I'm running the Dopey Challenge. She's been to Disney World many times. and There isn't much she hasn't done yet. I want to do something special for At her birthday. Six years old. Remember that. Six uh, dude, years old. There's not much she hasn't done. Story yet. of our kids, awesome. too. Spoiled. <laughs> I want to do something special for her birthday that would be memorable and unique. We have breakfast reservations at Hollywood and Vine, her request, and we'll spend much of the day at Hollywood Studios. We can park hop, but we don't have anything planned. We're staying off property at a time. Oh, it got cut off. At a timeshare. Oh. Did you go? And I don't, don't know the rest. rest. Oh, well, we're staying off property at a timeshare. I'm guessing they're wanting to do something unique for the birthday. You can fill us in there. Continue, Chad. So what would you suggest, though? They're going to so, be. Studios. I don't know if this is just me. Like, I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. Like, so she's turning sixth on January 6th. So we call that a golden birthday, like around here. I don't know if, if that's a term you're familiar with at all. Like when you turn the age on your day of your birthday. So six on the sixth would be the golden birthday. No, so I I I've, love I've to never do heard that. That's a great idea. I've never heard yeah. that in my life. I would love for them to do something to like honor the golden birthday. Like maybe have like a cake. Like it sounds like they're off site, so it won't work for like in the room. And like, I know we're cutting it closer too. So I don't know if you can make this happen, but maybe at that Hollywood and Vine, sometimes you can have a cake delivered to the table, like during a meal. And that'd be cool if it had like golden frosting or something. And it just said like happy golden birthday on it. Um, that's just kind of like where my, my, my mind went, you know, six for your six, man. You got to celebrate that. It's awesome. That's a good one. That's a really, cause I never heard of the golden birthday thing. So like, so you'd only do that. I'm trying to think you'd only do that once in your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I mean, I'm screwed cause I'm 50. Like it ain't ever going to happen. I missed you. Are, I you already had yours. So I had long, to do it when I was 27. Yeah. That, dude, I didn't even know there was a thing. I'm like feeling <laughs> sad now. Cause I didn't even know there was a thing. Like for Elizabeth's <laughs> golden birthday, not to go off topic here, but she turned, when she turned 28 on the 28th, it was actually Thanksgiving that year too. It was like, she had it all going on, but I had like this golden frosted cake with like turkeys on it. Cause it was Thanksgiving too. Like it was, all, it was fun. It was a big hit, but <laughs> that's good. <laughs> So I'm trying to think if there's anything, you know, the whole thing is it's six. And for a kid that's been there many times, I think the biggest thing for a kid that age, especially like a daughter that, that kind of feels very comfortable with the parks. And that, that sounds kind of crazy, but I, both of our daughters were kind of in that same case is that when you do give them kind of control of the day, because a normal six-year-old at Walt Disney World, the parents are going to be driving the day 100%. Like, they're going to be telling them, okay, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here. 
But when you give them like the leadership role and you really play it up for them, like, okay, you're, you're now six, you know, we're not five anymore. You're six. You know, what, what are we doing? And it is going to be a little challenging, you know, marathon weekends, a little bit busy, but really, you know, and maybe make it multiple choice. You know, would you rather do Mickey and Minnie's Toy Story Mania or, you know, do you want to go see Tower of Terror next? You know, just kind of if, if you want to make, you know, kind of guide it because, you know, like what the wait times are looking like or something like that. Or, you know, if you know, you need to go eat, put a, uh, you know, got to go get grilled cheese or something at ABC Commissary. But I think that's one of those things that would be memorable for her that, you know, I got to be in charge of the entire family for the entire day. I think that's an experience, but the cake too, the cake, I think you need to have though. That's a good idea. And we have, Oh, I mean, whether it's pre-ordered or not, I feel like, or even it's a cupcake, obviously we got to have some kind of cake on, on the golden birthday. So, but I like your, I like your idea there too, Mike, just kind of control the day, right? Like, you all been there enough. I see Chad in here all the time. I know that I know that I know they go down there and visit often. So yeah, I like that idea of like it's my birthday. We're gonna do what I want to do today. Like that, that sounds awesome. Jennifer says the golden birthday only started in recent years. She said missed having hers too in seventy six. I know totally. Oh, wow. I got I got gypped right seventy three. Wasn't a thing. The people and, that really get gypped is like if you were burned on born on the first of the month, right? Like you're not gonna. Yeah, well, totally. Yeah, because your golden birthday too bad, sucker. You don't even remember. Like Mallory would have been when she was two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's done too. Yeah, check. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, this, this, everybody's gonna be on this though. This is gonna be a thing. And Chad says my wife makes it a yes day for her, whatever she wants within reason. I like that. Oh, Ian here from Pittsburgh. We'll see her down at Marathon Weekend. Did you see Ian? By the way, I don't know if you watched. I've been trying to watch everybody's training runs on on the BOGP Lizards group. And the training runs have been just unbelievable getting leading up to dopey. Ian did this 26 mile, like 26.2 mile training run. Okay. <laughs> I won't have nothing to do with the training run. This 26, if I'm going to do 26 miles, I'm going to get some ears and a medal. That's the way I look at it. I'm not playing around with a fake one, but she did under 10 minute pace. And she had a, like a, like a, uh, hydra- like a hydration vest on too. Ian needs to join the Marines. That's all I got to say. It was, and she's an Auburn fan. She could run that marathon twice and then still be doing it. <laughs> Dude, I saw that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're, you're burning through Pennsylvania at breakneck speed for 26.2 miles without even getting a metal hold up. Like anyway, Ian killed it. So real quick, best places in poses for dopey challenge medals so we i mean obviously we always get ours together in front of spaceship earth because it's the closest thing and we're still actually be able to stand uh that's all bets are off after that of course the park icons that's where we go so what else besides park icons have we done so specifically for dopey which i am not doing this year so i won't be doing this photo but i'd like to go to the execute of uh, seven dwarfs mine train and dopey's like and like the dwarfs cottage is back there mm-hmm. you know like as you exit i like i think that's kind of fun to do do your dopey metal there you know you can kind of have the the right backdrop for that you know um another thing i really like to do if you can swing it it'll be really hard to get that reservation right now but like an artist point yeah um, people where that, dopey yeah. is part of the character meal like that is a great one because then you, they didn't get your metal photo with the man himself dopey yeah. And I've, you know, one of my favorite metal pictures, and this was a year like I was running and then you signed up for a race like a little bit later. Cause you weren't going to be there. And I think you came oh, yeah. down last minute. It was outside Sig Coangas at the studios. Well, I, yeah. I don't even remember what race weekend that was, but it was kind of that sign that has all the, I don't even know if that sign's still there. It's cause yeah, now it's like it a was with Donald. <laughs> it was with Donald. 
So that'd been for the half marathon. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a good spot. And yeah. you know, honestly, Galaxy's Edge, good spot, even yeah. though you know, don't have anything to do with it. I don't I don't know if he's in the chat right now because like we would have seen him saying here. So but George <laughs> had like one of the greatest uh medal photo sessions I ever seen, and he went to Tom Sawyer's Island with his medals, and that and that was like five, six years ago, and then like still like sits in my head, man. Like that is one of the coolest metal photo sessions I ever seen. He was just all over Tom Sawyer Island with the medals. It was super cool. So that's kind of like a different place to go to. Okay, we both did this picture though, because it just came up. So on, on my wall pic, like on my lock screen on my phone, I have it set up to where it changes every hour, right? That that mm -hmm. option. And it just goes through, I think, my like featured photos on Apple or whatever. And it came up with this picture that I forgot we had. It's probably from like seven years, six or seven years ago. And I love this picture. I've not seen it in, in, in years and you have it too. And it was a photo pass photographer that took it and it was, it was after the dopey. So I can't remember. Like, I think, I think it was I you. It was the about. one with the, so I think you had your gooder sunglasses that had the reflection. Like it had the, uh, what's that called? Where they like, they're like mirrored. They're like, uh, what's that called? They have a name for it where they're like married. I just call them reflecting. They're like, you know, like the, the outside the polarized. is like polarized. That's right. So Mallory had on, I want, it was a, no, what it was, it was a picture of Mallory with these sunglasses on. Right. And she was wearing my marathon ears. So like my ears from the, the full marathon, she had on my ears. So it was my daughter when she was like nine, probably eight or nine. So she has on my marathon ears. She has any sunglasses and she's standing in front of Cinderella castle. So Cinderella castles behind her and I'm standing in just the right spot with all my dopey medals. And you can see me in the reflection and I'm actually wearing a set of ears too, cause I'm borrowing Scott's so that we kind of fudged it. So I'm got all my dopey medals in the reflection of my daughter's eye. It is the greatest picture. Now you can re, you can redo that. You know, you just got to be in the right spot. But that photo pass photographer, man, chef's kiss on that one. That was remember that. Did he come up? Oh, with, I, I remember, remember that. that? I remember Great that very picture. well. We also had some because those ears had reflecting on them too. They so did. It was there was like ones. yes, yeah. So we I have a photo with me like in the ear. Yeah, <laughs> as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, hope man it'd be nice. If we got some of those ears, those reflecting. But yeah, those are some good ones. That's that's probably my favorite marathon weekend picture though. Is yeah, but you can just you can get creative with it. Like I, I wear those medals all the time over race weekend because I'm. Well, you say I wear them all the time around town. I was like, do you really? I, wear, I always wear them to work the next day. Like <laughs> yeah, I me love, too. I used to do that. Yeah. Dude, I purposely like schedule a lot of meetings the day after marathon. So I have an excuse to like walk into meeting rooms and I'll show up late. So I make this big entrance and then I got that clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Oh, there's George right there. George, I was just talking about the, um, the Tom Sawyer Island um, photo shoot. That was the best. That's the, my favorite one. Yet, yeah. Absolutely. That anyone's done. Cause it's a different yeah. angle. Like you're, you're seeing yeah. stuff like, from a different perspective. I like photos around the resort and I like, so here's, I know I don't want to talk about this question forever, but. What I like to do is, especially when you're doing dopey, I find a place in the resort where I take a photo, like, or Elizabeth takes it, or I take it. You can even do a selfie if you wanted to, uh, somewhere in the resort after the 5K. 
And then the next day after you do the 10K, I have my 5K, my 10K, and I stand in that same spot with the same backdrop. And usually, and you usually, usually, progressively see the medals increase on your arm. Like it's it's fun. Usually, so I usually do that with Old Key West with like my my palm trees behind me that I love so much. That's true, and that's kind of fun to do. Usually with a beignet. Yeah, yeah, and there's usually a beignet <laughs> or two there, <laughs> which is the best way to do it. Okay, uh, let's see. Real quick, we got a question from Laura. I'm planning a trip for the first week. We are out of school this summer. Any hints out there uh, for the Disney Plus subscriber offer that is coming up in January? No hints. They won't tell us. They just tell us it's coming early January. So stay tuned for that. Uh, number two, my daughter runs cross country, so we're hoping to run a day or two. I'm planning a no park day in the middle of this time. So hopefully we'll have the energy. What is the distance around the lake at Pop Century? It's a shade under a mile. I think and go early if it's in the if oh, it's in the summertime. Yes, that is absolutely right. Do not run once the sun comes up, or just go right after. Don't anytime after ten. And I see people running in the middle of the afternoon. Don't get me wrong; there are people that do. I'm just like, how do you do that? I run before I the sun. I, I, I run seriously know. before it even gets light because there's lights out there. It's fine. It's so hot. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Jennifer from the Westplex says, what would you do? I'm volunteering at Give Kids the World 2 to 5 on Expo opening day. Should I try for the virtual queue at 8.30 or wait until my shift is almost over? Only have 60 minutes to get to the Expo once group is called. Scotty, this is your department. I mean, on that opening day, that's a great question. So volunteering 2 to 5. So you can't show up late. So like if that's what I'm trying to figure out. So if you got like a 10 a.m. one and you don't go you can't show up later in the day that's what well, i was see, trying to sometimes, figure out in my mind sometimes they've pulled the queue the the virtual queue like totally out like and it's like yeah oh, that's what i was in. thinking like if you're going like after like five o'clock like i think most people have already been there and i think most people have already been called um because i know they don't do the virtual queue like on the other days like friday through well thursday through saturday um so i think I say you just go for the queue. Like the worst thing that happens is like you just can't go during that time. I mean, there's no harm in not showing up if you go for the queue. So I'd say it's still try to get in through the virtual queue. Yeah, I would too. It, it also depends. Like, I mean, if you're just, yeah, it depends how badly you want to get stuff too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do want a dopey jacket. Like, I want a dopey jacket. So again, but my flight lands where it's going to be sketched to get in right away. I'm going to try to get into the virtual queue, but I can't remember what time my flight lands. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to land and get in the virtual queue in time. That stinks. I hate that. You know, it's just one of those things because again, somebody's going to buy up the jackets just like last year and probably put them on eBay. They should yeah. make again here. I'm going to say it preemptively because it's going to be, this will be a week from today that this is going to happen. If you're going to, they should, you should have to be registered for dopey to be able to buy a dopey jacket or some kind of restriction similar to that. Like if you've registered for dopey, you should be able to at least have the opportunity to buy one jacket, you know, something like that. I don't know how you do it, but that's just me. Uh, number. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. I'm kind of stumped on it. Um, because that virtual queue is, is still fairly new and I've never been in that situation where, yeah, that I might miss it. It's like, cause you have something else happening that day. That that's, that that's a tough one. Um, I think it's all going to work out though. I think you, I really do think that, that, that queue opens up later in the day because most everyone has gone through it. I think it point. is. The only thing I'm worried about is like locals getting off work on a Wednesday. That's the only yeah. thing that was crossing my mind is it might have another surge like at four or five o'clock. Do you think? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, and Chad was asking about the pre-ordering of the merchandise for Marathon Weekend. They used to do that. Like, I would, and I never did it, and I used to not have trouble getting, like, you know, a Marathon jacket or whatever, but I don't think they do that anymore. And I think George said they don't do that anymore. So that was nice when they did. All right, we have one more question, and let's uh, get to Kelly here. She says, hey, Mike, I'm beyond excited for our spring 2024 Disney trip. Your enthusiasm for Disneyland after your trip there with Scott's family last year helped motivate us to arrange a trip to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. We will fly to Disneyland in late April and have five nights in a two-bedroom villa at the Grand Californian before flying. Oh, my God, that started to interrupt. <laughs> That's the greatest room category of all time. A two bedroom at the Grand Californian. I'm sorry. It doesn't get any better than that. That's sorry it. To okay, so Scotty's going here too. So Kelly, look out for Scott. Uh, she says before flying to Orlando, where we'll be staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani Village, and Boardwalk Villas. We're DVC members and planning to arrange for some groceries to be delivered. Question. What grocery delivery service do you recommend for the Grand Californian and for the Orlando resorts? Thanks so much for... Uh, to you and the team for the positivity and great information. Your trip reports continue to keep my Disney excitement going. Regar regards, Kelly is in Sarnia, Ontario, Canada. And, uh, so I don't know about grocery delivery out on the West Coast because we don't deal with that as much. But if anybody knows, and we have tons of listeners, please at BR Guest Mike or Mike at BR Podcast.com, I will get that to Kelly so we can help her out because she's got a two bedroom, so she needs groceries. She's got some yes, folks. She does. So let me know. Well, Kelly, we'll hook you up because we've got a lot of folks, even like, you know, Alan lives out in Anaheim, so he would probably know. Uh, but we use, uh, we recommend Garden Grocer in uh, Orlando. They're a little bit expensive, but their service is spot on. And you can even use Amazon. I mean, for staples, like I get, you know, sodas, Pop Tarts, Cheez Its, waters. I get all that stuff to Amazon. I've gotten alcohol no from Amazon too before. You just got to be there to sign for it and show your ID. But there you go. And let's see, uh, for Orlando, Williams says he uses Walmart, best selection, cheapest prices. So they, it's really a wild world because really probably even Target would deliver. I mean, it, these days, almost everybody delivers. It's kind of nuts. And yeah, because I, I, I agree with you, Mike. I've never actually used, done this in Anaheim before. I would imagine that Amazon does, but I can't say that with certainty is the thing. So I like you calling out for our listeners because I'm sure some, someone... Um, from that area has definitely uh, done it before. So reach out to us and let us know. Yeah, I'm sure that they have because, yeah. I mean, again, I just, I, I haven't. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to recommend I, if I haven't. I do have to make a comment though. So like I've, but Mike, you clearly know, well, maybe before my Alani trip, it might be a little different now, but Grand California is my favorite Disney resort. And two bedrooms obviously are like are my favorite room. So like I am so jealous of a two bedroom at Grand Californian. I don't know if you got that on points either, because that is one of the hardest rooms to get as a DVC member. I know they said they were DVC, so I applaud you for that. That is going to be like the most epic trip trip ever, and I am so jealous, but you, I hope you all have a great time. That's fantastic. So we have about two minutes before we have to get out of here. Let me ask you this, because you always say this. What is it about the Grand Californian that puts it? Because, I mean, the way you speak about it, and I haven't stayed there yet. I've stayed at the Disneyland Hotel twice, and I love the Disneyland Hotel. But what is it that sets it apart from all else 
when it comes to is it the proximity to dca is it the accommodation is it everything what is it it, it's a mix of everything so i will say and the one time i stayed there was at christmas time so i had the christmas tree Mm -hmm. so that did that doesn't hurt right (laughs) to have that awesome christmas tree but like I, you, you've heard a lot of people say this, Mike, about the the comparison to like Wilderness Lodge mm-hmm. and Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I just love that that type of feel and that vibe. Um, so that's a big plus to me. Like the 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 whole vibe of the resort, the the pool area is unbelievable. It's just these two great pools, and the the lounge chairs are the greatest lounge chairs <laughs> I think I've ever been at at a Disney resort. Like the cushions are thick, like. I, I mean, I don't nap much at the, at the pool, you know, but like I, I could just nap there all day and they have a great food service and bar service that come to you while you're at the pool. It's just it's just awesome. Um, and sometimes you can even see them like the monorail coming through when you're in that area. It's just like which is it's just Disney. Right. But then you hit you hit it first. That proximity to DCA is just unbelievable. I can just roll out of bed like and just. Go through security and boom, I'm I'm in the theme park. I mean, it is just unbelievable. Like, and then when I'm done for the day, boom, I can just come right back and boom, I'm in my room. Even if you're coming from Disneyland, it's so easy. Now the Disneyland hotel is fantastic too, right? Because that's close by too. But that's still a little bit of a hike. Like where I'm staying at, uh, I'm staying at my good, my favorite good neighbor hotel in a couple weeks, and I'm closer to the parks from there than I am from the Disneyland hotel, which is on property, which is just kind of crazy to think, but. But Grand Californian, you're not, you can't be closer, I feel like. Um, and it's just, it's it's hard to explain, Mike. It's just a magical place. Like, the rooms are gorgeous. Uh, the the background loop around the pool is one of my favorites. I recreated that one, so that's one of my favorites to listen to. It's just it's just a great place to be. Um, man, and the fire. Oh, the fire in the lobby. Hey. Uh, I could just go on. I could just go on and on about the Grand Californian. But there's something about that place. Like, And maybe I just stayed there at the right time, like, where Emily was like nine or 10, you know, like it was just a great family trip that we had. There's actually the last run Disney race that was there um, before then what's going to happen now. So just a, just a cool place to be. Great memories can be made there. And what, you know, I'm in that honeymoon stage still with Disneyland. So I love it all, but because, you know, in practicality, being able to walk back to Disneyland is just like, Oh God, like I'm staying in the park, you know, still because the scale of Disneyland to, to world it's still it's funny to me because then i feel like oh my god i gotta yeah, i know because i think you said that one time you're like oh my go right here to grand california oh, i don't want to walk all the way back i'm like what are you talking about this is like walking from like you know the everything pop back to the the 80s or something it's not that far yeah. but yeah. yeah so no but you know i think that too one of those things you know like i was looking at the grand california and as you pass past it you know going back to the design hotel passing through downtown disney and it's one of those things like wow like the world of disney is like basically sitting right here under your hotel you know like you could have a balcony and i like going to the world of disney or i feel like going to you know the confectionery you know it's almost yeah. like main street is available right there not that one exit into downtown disney it's amazing i mean besides the dca entrance i mean you can walk right there to the heart of downtown disney it's awesome yeah it's storytelling the way they've redone the security in recent years too makes it even more of a plus to stay there it's just the. Uh, yeah, William was talking about the the stained glass doors too. Just like, oh man, it's just it's just a spectacular place to just like explore too, right? It's just um man, it's just I feel like Disneyland is fun. Like the Disney Hotel is like a fun hotel. It's got some great history mm-hmm. there, you know, waltz all over the resort. The Grand Californian is like my like my luxury experience. Like that's where I want to be for luxury and convenience. Cause you're just oh man, you're just right there in the theme parks, basically. 
William says, and he's a baller, he's uh, like I roll, uh, we kept our patio doors open so we could hear the waterfall at uh, Grizzly River Run all night. All yeah, night. I totally do that. I'm not paying for the air conditioning or the heat. That's totally. I love I'm William, man. He's oh, got, my he's God. That's it right awesome. There. That's totally it. And uh, Jennifer said, Run Disney advised she can pick up her pre-purchased merchandise anytime during expo hours. And uh, she'll let us know how it goes in addition to the queue situation. Yeah, I so wish I had a better answer. Yeah, I feel I hate it when I can't answer a question like with confidence. Um, I feel really bad on that one. But we're yeah. going to learn. We're going to learn from Jennifer. Honestly, so. <laughs> and those of us that are going coast to coast, right? We've got two virtual queues in like a week. Because you got the emails, right? Everybody got the email like, here's your email for Walt Disney World. Then like, you know, three days later, here's your process for the one in Disneyland. Like, great. We're doing this twice. Okay. Here we go. All right, we're going to get out of here in uh, taper, 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 everybody. We're getting ready to run, and we're getting ready to have some fun Disney trips, but we are going to be back with a look forward to 2024 at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line on Friday. But for now, we're going to duck out of here. But if you have a question, we need questions. Send those to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. That's the email. Again, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And we'll get those in the queue to answer right away. Don't forget our show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that 2024 vacation to any Disney destination. Walt Disney World, awesome. Disney Cruise Line, awesome. Disneyland, awesome. Adventures by Disney, awesome. Alani, wherever you want to go, it's awesome. So we want to help you have an awesome 2024. So check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra click supports everything we do. And thank you to our patrons. You guys are the best. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. $5 a month supports everything we do here on the show. Keeps the lights on. And you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. This week we're talking about, well, we're talking about this week. It's called that weird week where you don't know what day of the week it is. When you were a kid, it was awesome because you got new toys at Christmas. You had no bedtime. You were probably having uh, Christmas cookies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You, you you probably had wrapping paper in the in the living room all day. It, it's just wild. When you're an adult, are you sad because Christmas is over? Are you happy because you don't have to work? It's a weird week. So we talked about that on Mike in the Midwest. Come on over, get that $5 a month. Uh, oh, it's a great way to support the show. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give Scott a follow. He's going down early. And the reason you want to follow Scott, not just because he's an awesome dude, which he is. He's going <laughs> to be there. Mike. He's going to be there for New Year's Eve. He's not only an awesome dude, he's a crazy dude because he's going to be an Epcot. I'm jealous, but then I won't be jealous when I can just walk to my fridge and get me a soda and not have to wait 45 minutes in a line to get a soda, but <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the insanity. I will not have awesome fireworks like he will have at midnight, but it's going to be awesome. He's going to FaceTime me. So follow Scott at Epscott loaded up right now. So you're ready to go all the social media at Epscott E P S E O T. Cause he's always firing off great content when he's at Walt Disney world. And of course he'll be there for all the race stuff at marathon weekend. He's also heading out to the West coast. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff together. We're going to record some audio while we're there to bring back with us too, for the show. So give him a follow. I'm at BR guest, Mike. I'll be going down a week from today. So as the show comes out next Wednesday, I'll be heading down on a bird from Southwest to get down there and have a good time as well. So be our guest, Mike, and uh, we're going to have a good time. So I can't wait to see everybody here shortly, just one week, and we'll get the family all back together, have a great time, run a few miles, eat a lot of good food, and uh, ride some rides together and take lots and lots of selfies together. And for all those folks that aren't there, you're going to get to see our faces on the social. And I mean, do it at your own risk. That's all I can say. So we're having a good time. We'll be back on Friday. So hang out with us and be there or be square. So until we talk again, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.